You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. Session 259. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? It is Thursday night right here, live in the studio. Where we are about to have fun. (laughs) Yep. You know what? We deserve a little fun after after today. After all of our day. We all started talking about what's what's been going on these past uh, couple days and frustration. Frustration, frustration seems to be the key. Yeah, maybe that's what we talk about tonight. Frustration. Any of you all out there ever been frustrated? I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say hello to Donnie Seeger and uh, Miss Jessica Calhoun is with us tonight. Hey, guys. Welcome. 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 Good to have you guys on the Mixler. Well, well, what is going on over there, Mikey? Well, my frustration has been um, an abscess and infected uh, tooth. Well, that would frustrate me. I think get the appointment is well more frustrating than the abscess. Absolutely, you know, you try to get in there, and you know, you got a, you got pain going on, and you got half my face is swollen, and and uh, you're starting to take your penicillin, and then you try to make a a call for an appointment, and then they tell you November eighteenth. <laughs> <laughs> What part of I'm in pain don't you get? Oh, really? So, wow. I think that's considered an emergency at that point, right? I would say. I would think, you know. They didn't seem to think so? No. they. Well, she asked if I had a referral and everything else. I says, yeah, I do. They said, you know, I'm on penicillin and I've got 800 milligram Otrin going on and, you know, and it just didn't register, I guess. Okay. <laughs> November 18th, two months down the road. Wow. Maybe it's time to switch dentists. I nope. would say. And after that phone call, that's Kermie, what I tried to do. Kermie, he wants to be a dentist. Yeah. yeah. That's what I tried to do. I started looking at the things and started making phone calls at certain ones that I picked that looked, uh, you know, I started reading some stuff and doing some research and it, it came down to uh, the insurance that I have. Yeah, it usually does. It, they didn't take it. Donnie's in there with you. He said he totally understands. He's been there. Uh Uh-huh. So I ended up calling the 
back the same number I did two to two or three days prior. And uh, I guess it must have been a different woman. And she says, well, if you choose a different place, I can get you in in October, October 15th. I says, well, then let's do that. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. But she did say. It was only for it a was consultation. A consultation. <laughs> so who knows when I get there for the consultation? Well, sometime in January, we'll be able to get you in. <laughs> consultation frustration. <laughs> uh, Good oh, grief. Uh-huh. Well, that's uh that frustrated me and it wasn't even my problem. <laughs> Babe, what's going on over there? Oh, I am just trying to put on the happy face. <laughs> put on the happy face. I am trying. <laughs> wow. You guys really need to pray for us tonight. We, uh, <laughs> as the GSR family here, we have, ma'am, been struggling. Yeah. I, and my frustration is really more like work frustration because just being so busy all the time, like I just feel like minute to minute, I'm just so pressed. You know, I have so much to do and I pretty much as soon as I kind of close the door on work, I have other things in the personal life to take care of mm-hmm. and to deal with. And it's you don't like, have to stress on that drive home. Well, that's true, but you know, it just opens me up. She to stresses do from more the couch work. to the kitchen. Yeah. That's the commute now, you know, yeah. she's got time to stress. Couch, what about you over there? Fritz? Couch stress. Uh, the Lord's working on me, man. I tell you, I've just had a bad attitude. I'm not going to lie. I just stuff is, I started going back to the gym and it, that's been the best decision I've ever made in my life. And I feel better. And, it just, just me and the Lord there and pumping weights and working it out, all that mm-hmm. frustration. Because, you know, it's just uh, crazy what's going on. And even not even talking about myself, all this post-COVID craziness that's going on, you know, you have all this, uh, all these accidents that are going on right even here in Claremont, these people getting killed and uh what was it Monday that those kids uh, were out joyriding in the parents' car and drove up under a truck right up uh, across from the Wawa, Mike? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I, I saw, saw it. It was, yeah. right. it was shut down for a while. I remember seeing something about that. Man, just crazy stuff. And a, a guy that was a member of our church, and uh, I guess the uh, husband and wife was going through a divorce, and the wife went and looked lived with the grandparents and he rolled up over there and shot the granddad and shot himself. And uh, uh, I just heard about that today. We're going to have a memorial service. I think I saw that today. I'm like, what is going on? This place is out of control Mm -hmm. and it's happening right in here in our backyard. You Mm -hmm. talk about frustration and I got to believe that it's got to somehow do with this COVID stress. I don't know. I would say. COVID stress, political stress, mm-hmm. bipolar stress, who knows? <laughs> All kinds of stress. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But I mean, it's still, it's very upsetting. Well, yeah. I think the world is in a place right now that it's never been before. And um, we are dealing with things that we've never dealt with before. A, a political race has never been so incredibly mm-hmm. tense and just, so partisan like people are so partisan and just you know you we can't have to agree remember. to disagree anymore you just no. either you yeah you don't see my way it's 
Too yeah. bad. Yep. You better see it my way. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. uh, and I, I just can't imagine the insurmountable pressure on our kids right now. Well, they're watching all this. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they're having to live in it. Too. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's no doubt about fair. it. Not fair on them. No, but you, you know, one thing you, you, know, you look at it this way, um, with what's going on in this world, those of us who know Jesus, just think about those who don't. Well, absolutely. I, I still don't know how people do it without Jesus because I, I just, every fiber of my being needs him. <laughs> and uh, even in normal people times. who try to do life without Jesus, you're, I just can only imagine how miserable that is without them even realizing how miserable mm-hmm. they are. They don't. You know? they, they don't. They don't they, have a clue. You know, they say that ignorance is bliss, but when you have experienced what it's like having him in your life, it's a completely different oh, yeah. experience. You know, I, could, I don't even think I could, you know, try and think back, you know, 15, 14 years ago with the way I was without Jesus and then trying to put myself in the situation now without Jesus. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, this world has turned so upside down and crazy. I, Matthew was telling me in the car today when I was driving him to the gym that there's a countdown clock in New York counting down when the earth is basically going to fall apart from the, uh, quote, climate change, unquote. So, um, <laughs> you know, I... Not I was, the election. I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, wow, I hadn't even heard. I haven't either. Uh, about that. I mean, I've obviously climate change has been in the news uh, very, very prolifically over the last couple of months because it's one of those hot button topics, you right. know, for well, the whole political it's, season. It, it's claiming that the earth is getting warmer. Yeah. yeah global warming amongst other things. Right. Well, um, wait till this winter comes and they'll change their mind. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Or just move to Florida because it changes every 10 minutes. (laughs) It's funny because I know that people have differing opinions on that. And that's great. You know, have those differing opinions, agree to disagree. Um, You know, we all, at the end of the day, everybody needs to be a good steward of what God put us in in charge of. Mm -hmm. And we get to uh, rule and, and have dominion over the earth. And so we should be a good steward of it. Um, You know, there's... I'm I'm sad for what's going on with a lot of the fires and the animals losing their homes. And, you know, that's just sad. That's really. Yeah. And my daughter's out there. She's been sending pictures and. People losing their homes and everything that they've worked to build. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's devastating. So we need to have compassion is my point. I did have a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to have <laughs> compassion. We need to just love on each other. And we need to just embrace the fact that we're different. It's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. Who said we had to agree on everything? You know what? Fine. If you want to believe uh, about you know, climate change and the other person doesn't want to believe about climate change, fine. But let's both be good citizens and, right. and take care of the earth, you know? Let's talk about a pretty prominent one. Mask or no mask? <laughs> you know, same thing. Like, it doesn't matter, right? But it let's really just, doesn't. Let's just respect each other, right? For those people who are vulnerable or what have you, let's just go ahead and, 
and wear it if it's going to make other people more comfortable. And I know that's even that will get people riled up even Mm -hmm. saying something like that. But, you know, I I'm not really very convinced about the masks from a personal standpoint. Like I would be fine just going out without a mask. But I understand that maybe somebody who's 90 years old, who's um, fighting with uh maybe cancer or some other mm-hmm. type of disease, yep. maybe they wouldn't be comfortable being around me not wearing a mask. Right. So true, I babe. don't have a problem Good putting point. on a mask when I go to the grocery store because I might be in proximity of that person. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just, I you know, the things that I do have a problem with are, you know, I don't want to lose our freedoms in this country. You know, this is a beautiful country and I don't really like a lot of the narrative that's been pushed about this not being a good country. It is a good country. It's a great country. And you know what? It's our country and we have to, we have to take it back. Mm-hmm. We have to stand up Give for what God. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to stand up for what we know God has taught us. And, you know, hating people and and putting them down for what they believe in is not part of our narrative it shouldn't be no you know and i understand not everybody's a believer and so they're going to have differing opinions and so forth but sometimes we can just agree to disagree we need to learn how to be able to do that we used to be able to do that used to back in the day right But again, like I said before, there's people out there right now. If you don't believe what I believe, then I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's right. And if you, it seems like in, in some terms too, if you don't agree, but yet you don't, you support it, that person in love. You just love that person. That's not good enough. No. You, if you, that means that you are that or you support that. Mm-hmm. You can't just love them. Because they believe that and you, you, it seems like you can't put that aside and just love the person. You have to agree with their philosophy and their agenda. That's tough. It is. Yeah. Especially when they're so far left. And I, I think, you know, the thing that bothers me is that our kids are growing up in this and mm-hmm. that kind of pressure, I mean, gosh, they've got enough pressure as it is with I everything know. else. I just, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Can we just let them be children? <laughs> you I know, know. No. my generation, the pressure was MTV, you know, but now it's like next level pressure. Well, I was driving home today after dropping him off at the gym and I was looking at this mom with her kids walking and the kids were ahead of her and one of them was walking a dog and the other one was riding a scooter and the other one was on a bike. And I'm like, that's the way it should be. It should be that kids can play outside and enjoy their neighborhood and walk their dog and not be um, in fear. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's not the typical world we live no. in. I mean, like I said, there was a parent there. You right. Know? Um, but it just got me to thinking that back in, in your and my generation, we could play outside without being supervised. We were able to enjoy that kind of freedom. My dad said, come in when the streetlights come on. Yep. And arts never got to enjoy that kind of a freedom. Mm -mm. They had to be really kind of locked down and kept in the house and, 
you know, it's, it's, it's important to notice the things that we are losing because it does matter and it is important and it affects future generations. And we have to be very cognizant about what we are allowing other people to do mm-hmm. in our lives and agendas that are being pushed and, and things that, you know, and, and that could be said for both sides, you know, people well, yeah, push agendas uh, on ex- both sides, yeah. but agreed. you know, it's important that as Christians, we're about God's agenda. I push Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to be focused Amen on. Amen to that. Absolutely. And stay focused on. I think, you know, it doesn't stop the frustration, right? Because we're still frustrated. Well, we yeah, still sure. have frustration. But I think learning to be um, compassionate, learning to be forgiving during these times, um, and just, I think, trying to find reasons to just share love and and compassion can go a long way because I've always been of the very strong mindset that you can disagree with people, but you can still be compassionate and loving towards them. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like you can, you can deliver a message that says, Hey, I know this isn't what you want to hear. And there's a part of me that would like to tell you what you want to hear, but I just can't do it. I can't do that because this is what I believe in. And it's more important for me to stand up for that than to just make you, to give you lip service Mm -hmm. or make you feel better in the moment because the truth still has to be the truth at the end of the day. The truth still has to stand up and be a beacon of light. And as soon as you start compromising the truth, everything is lost. Well said. I think too that sometimes even words aren't necessary. I think you can you can prove your stance by just your actions mm-hmm. and that yeah. you're not partial or impartial to certain individuals because of race, creed, color, what they believe or anything like that. You still show that love and compassion and you're not partial with it. Right. And I, you know, the last job that I came from, that's what I did. I didn't always agree with what they believed and stuff like that, but they always ended up, they could come to me and I could be friends with them impartially. Yeah. You know, again, I think we have more in common as a human race than we have uncommon. Mm -hmm. And we just have to really lean in with love and understanding and compassion towards people. Um, And when we think about it, that's the way Jesus was. He leaned in with love. Mm -hmm. He was extremely compassionate. Um, But we know when he comes back, he's not coming back to teach us. He's coming back for us. So it's a whole different ballgame. And that's the reason why it's so important for us to reach people with our love and compassion because they will be more likely to listen and hear what we have to say rather than block us out. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people would. Yes. Yeah. I get frustrated with myself because I feel like that, uh, what right do I have to become self-absorbed in a time like this? When the Lord needs me to be about his business. Well, I think we're just still very human at the end of the day, very human and very flawed, you know, and I have 
really, I feel like this year been learning how to embrace the fact that I am very human and very flawed. Um, and I don't think that I can help that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anything that I do can help those particular things, those elements of being very flawed. Yes, we strive to be better and closer um, like the Lord, but at the end of the day, we're still extremely flawed. We're still filthy rags before Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of spit polishing I do, it's not going to be what he is. Well, you said the key thing right there, what you do. Right. Right. Because you're right. There is nothing you can do. Right. About it. Right. And yeah, that's that's I'm, the point. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. So, you know, it's important for us to be the that open and willing vessel for the Lord to use us. Um, and a lot of times we need to get out of our own way. <laughs> Yep. Uh-huh. Wow. And I'm very good about getting in my own way. Oh, me too. Sometimes I'm I'm hard to throw out of the way. <laughs> All of I us. I trip over myself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh-huh. Just to be more like Jesus. Amen to that. I find myself, gosh, amongst the chaos of everything that, that's going on and I just find myself more thankful. You know, ever since uh, we lost Chip last week, he was a bass player at our church. And when I spoke to his wife and she told me the story that, you know, Chip and I were just sitting and watching TV and he was laughing. And I turned my back for just a second. And when I turned back, he was slumped over. He was gone. Whoa. Yeah. Chip was 57. Wow. And it looked it looked like he was in health, you know, looking like he was in good health. He was playing bass with us every week. And he had really worked his rear off to early retire from Lockheed Martin. Right. Because his wife wasn't well and they wanted to travel. And that's what he did. He had retired during the COVID and they were going to do some traveling. And you couldn't travel. And he's, no. And now he's gone. Wow. And it's just like, I wake up in the morning and I think about him. I can't get him out of my mind. And I just, I know he's good. He's happy. He's feeling sorry for me right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going, hey, you got this, Fritz. You're good. It's mm-hmm. all good. Mm-hmm. But I'm really literally thankful for every breath. When I open my eyes in the morning and I've been getting up crazy times, you know, the Lord will wake me up four or five o'clock in the morning. So I just... I just pray about whatever comes to mind. Right. I have to. And then I doze back off for a little bit. And then I get up and bother my wife till she gets up. <laughs> but And she appreciates that so much. I, I know. <laughs> you love me. Uh, I don't know. But I said all that to say that, man, the Lord has really done some crazy surgery on me. Uh, just a gamut of emotions. It's funny because I, I look at the three of us over the past five years and how much we've changed. You know, it's kind of amazing to see what God has done to restore things in our lives and what he's done to pull certain 
parts of our personalities out and things that he's just, like you said, done surgery on even. Um, certainly not been an easy time, I think, for any of us. No, I would agree. But a fruitful time because um, so much has been birthed out of it that has been good. Gosh, yes. Like Mikey always says, I, I would, wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't. Yeah, you can't. Uh-uh. No. As frustrating as it's been, the uphill climb, but I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't go back to that guy I was. Well, sometimes I, I've told you this. Sometimes I have a hard time seeing the trees uh, through the forest, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way frustration is. You just get so caught up. Oh, is is it the forest through the trees or the trees through the forest? Because I, I always have a, I have the same, I call it a disease because um, my mom does the same thing where you get the sayings mixed up. Does anybody know what it is? I, I don't know. Can't see the forest for the trees. I think that's what it is. Okay. Well. Anybody out there know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Help us out. Wait. Uh, uh-huh. We're trying to do a show here. <laughs> But my point is just, you know, you, you're busy looking at the one tree and you can't see the rest of the forest in front of you because you're just so focused on this tree in front of you. And um, I think frustration does that. Frustration is that tree. It's funny that you would say that because I gave my daughter that exact advice. Oh, really? Yeah. I said, you got to stop and pause. And look at the big picture and be thankful. Right. And quit staring mm-hmm. at the thing that's right in front of you. Right. Or another another way was um, I've learned recently as well is, you know, knowing that God's going to move or do something and you're focused on the one way you think it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's. Imagine that. It ain't going to happen that way. Jess came through for us. Can't see the forest for the trees is the problem. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Appreciate I, it, Jess. You're always keeping me straight. I, know, <laughs> I knew you'd speak up. We appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, what did you just say? That was 30 seconds ago. I know. <laughs> hey, we're men. We don't remember. <laughs> I did put the seat down. <laughs> Really? Oh, she didn't ask that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what did I say? It was 30 seconds. Now it's 40 seconds ago. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> oh, it'll we'll come to me. We'll have to, to rewind me. the tape. I know. It'll come to me. I'm sorry. I was going to make a point off of your point, but now I can't remember. <laughs> Welcome to getting older. Point counterpoint. <laughs> Well, I would make a point to your point, but I can't remember your point to make my point. That's the point. <laughs> right. Well, Ecclesiastes. It's all pointless, right? Yeah. Love your yeah, wife. Love your wife. <laughs> it says that in there. I, I said that. It, um, oh, you remember. I do. I'm impressed. <laughs> that uh, you believe Jesus is going to do something. And you have a, a picture in your mind of how he's going to do it. 
And you're looking at that and looking for it to happen that way. And it ain't going to just happen yes, that way. That is exactly way what think you were saying. It's going to happen. That's yeah. what he said. Yes, that's exactly what you were saying. And my point was you said it when you said being focused on Jesus, because it always seems to be as soon as we get our focus off of him, we just get messed up every time. True story. It doesn't take long for me. Yeah, <laughs> for me either. I'm treading water real quick. I think we all are. Mm-hmm. And Man. life is just filled, you know, life can be filled with very positive things, but it can be filled with a lot of disappointments too. Um, I, was, I was told life was a bowl full of cherries. <laughs> <laughs> what disappointments? I was told life was a box of chocolates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Satire, but a true statement. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's hard sometimes when you've built something up and you expected it to go one way and it goes a, a different way or it goes sideways. Um, and I guess that's why it's really important for us not to get hung up on our plans, but to keep the Lord's plans in focus. Mm-hmm. Um, not easy, easier said than done, but, uh, it is kind of funny though, how we get into thinking the Lord thinks like we think. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it just makes sense. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do it that way? Father? Really? That's the best way I think. That's I, that, yeah. Would, it's the I best thought way. this out and uh, yeah. that's the timeline and yeah. I, I, let's yeah. nail it. Yeah. Right. I planned it all out and for then you, it comes Lord. And goes, <laughs> But then you then What's you the read problem? then you read Isaiah fifty five. Oh gee. <laughs> my ways aren't your, your ways. ways. My ways are higher than my your ways. My thoughts aren't your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. His thoughts mm-hmm. are not my thoughts. Yeah. I'd be in a mess. <laughs> I'm glad he loves me despite me. Yeah. He really he really does. Oh my gosh. Just can't wait to get there and thank him. Oh, gosh. Don't you think about that sometimes? I do, man. I have put him through the ringer. I, I think about that, too. Like, what will I do when I see him? I think I will just be so overcome with I think emotion. We all will. You know, I think I will just be crying and falling at his feet because I was just so thrilled and overjoyed to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> to live as Christ and to die as gain. And mm-hmm. who has ever been afraid of gain? No, I just keep thinking about the feast. Ooh, yeah. I'm sitting next to Paul. <laughs> Yo, Paul, <laughs> tell me uh, about some stuff. Uh-huh. Tell, tell me about being poured out like a drink offering, man. What's that really mean? I think I know it. I means. think you're going to ask him what was the thorn in his side. I, I just oh well, of that. course I am. You know yeah. that's my that's the first question. Yeah. What was it? Actually, oh, that's yeah. kind of a fun thought process. You know, if you I were know, hanging right? out with the disciples, out with Paul. Yeah. what would be some of the questions you'd ask right. them? I would. I would. I would. I, it's going to be Joseph. Mm-hmm. And how oh, for he, you? Yeah. That's how that's did he given. do it for 13 years? Yeah. How did he go with that extra two years? Mm-hmm. How long was it after the cupbearer? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Could you imagine having that gleam of hope? The cupbearer, I got you, man. No problem. Mm-hmm. Chill. Two more years. Do you think that was long? Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, Joseph's a good one. For sure. Wow. What's yours, Tina? I was just thinking about that. You should I, go hang out with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, I don't know who I would who I would ask what because you know, Peter was such an interesting mm-hmm. character. I mean, he was <laughs> when he was on point, he was on point. But when he was off point, he was way off point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, And I think that's the way I feel a lot of times in my life too, you know, like sometimes you've got it and you're on track and, and you're good. And sometimes you have just missed the mark so far that you just don't know even where you're going anymore. Hmm. And um, I feel like Peter was a little bit like that. He, he had the faith, you know, he knew who Jesus was. But even knowing those things, he'd still miss the mark. Now, obviously, later on in his life, that was not the case at all. You know, these men spent the rest of their lives preaching the gospel and mm-hmm. and all bringing of them became the gro- a martyr. Yep, bringing the gospel to all the nations and so forth. And the Lord used them in a mighty, mighty way. And they got to experience the Holy Spirit and everything that the Spirit had to offer. Um, so not only did they walk and talk with the Lord himself, but then they got to enjoy, um, the gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Man, well said. But you wonder about their passion and I do. I wonder about their passion. I remember when I first became saved, how I had that kind of passion, that fire burning inside mm-hmm. of yeah. me. Yeah. I just couldn't wait. Faith. Yeah. I just couldn't wait to talk about Jesus. And um, it should always be like that. Yeah, I agree. It should never be extinguished. So, But you know, there's a God of this world too. And if he can uh, get you twisted, all up in the business, get mm-hmm. you busy. You know what I think it is? It's not even so much that he gets us twisted. It's that he gets the people that we love around us twisted. Because Mm. you always had this expression that you may be a nut, but you're screwed on to the right bolt. (laughs) And I liked that expression because, you know, we may be nuts, right? Mm -hmm. But we are screwed on to the right bolt. So... We're not being affected by a lot of the stuff that's happening, but yet the people that we love who don't know Christ are. And for some of us, that's our kids or that's our parents or that's, you know, our spouse, you know, brothers, sisters, friends, what have you, whatever your circle is that you call family. Um, And that's not easy. That creates a lot of the friction and the frustration that we feel. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, I, I asked the Lord today, I kind of cried out for a word. I said, I, I need something, Lord, I need something from you today. And I think it was in Proverbs 51 and the very end of it. Let me see if I can flip to it. And it was just what I, what I really needed to hear because I was just so tired and I feel like that's been a consistent theme with me, feeling tired. Um, You are on keto. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, there's not. I was consistently tired when I was trying to do the keto with you. Maybe it was 31. Let me see here. Jess and Donnie, weigh in. Who's the first person you're going to talk to when you get to heaven? Come on. I said Paul. Mikey's Joseph. Joseph, yeah. Who'd you say, Tina? Peter. I was saying maybe Peter, Peter, but then also um, maybe John. Because I used to. Peter John, yeah. Yeah, I used to have dreams about John. Oh, gosh. I guess I lost uh, which proverb it was. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know there's imagine one. having that title after know, your huh? name in the Bible, right? The one whom Jesus loved. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actually, that was Woody. not the John that I was speaking of. I was actually speaking about John the Baptist, ah. even though John the disciple would have been more in context with what I was saying. But yo, John, what's a locust taste like? <laughs> 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 uh. He's like, oh, you'll love it. Just put a little honey yeah, on it <laughs> and you're all good. <laughs> uh, Donnie said Moses. Oh, yeah. Okay. That'd be a good one. Definitely. Let my people go. <laughs> That's Charlton Heston. But Why did you hit the stick on the rock for the third time, Moses? <laughs> I know it. Why? Why? He was you frustrated. You had one job. He was frustrated. <laughs> He was frustrated, yes. He was. I think the people around him got him frustrated. They certainly did. Which, uh, you know what? I'm seeing a theme finally here. The people around us that are frustrating us. Hmm. Just like Moses. Cool. I can third party all of it and take no credit. (laughs) I love it. Way to go, babe. (laughs) Uh Give me an out. These people around me are frustrating me. Not really. Well, I'm just saying that. No, I understand. We're we're so maybe a little bit more focused, right? So we're getting what we need because we're a little bit more focused, but the people around us may not be so focused and Mm -hmm. their distress causes us stress. Uh, because we've still got to live with them. And Jessica st- said Paul. Still trying to point them the right way. Yeah, super apostle Paul. Gosh. Yeah, but that's a hard choice between Paul and Joseph because, man, I. Yeah, Paul's amazing. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. But talk about a 360. Huge. They are. They're and- both rock stars of the Bible, in my opinion. I mean, it's just ridiculous what those two guys went through. I, the thing that I like about Paul was how scholarly he was. Mm. You know, he was a very well-educated guy for his time and and must have been a brilliant guy. And I mean, to go from one extreme to the other and so passionately pursue it for the rest of your life. Yeah, the guy murdered Christians. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He held the coats of those who threw stones mm-hmm. at Stephen. them. Yep. At, at Stephen. Yeah, when Stephen was stoned. But like the Lord says, you know, who loves him more, right? It's usually the ones of us that have done the most wrong. Yeah. We're more passionate about loving him and pursuing him. And it's the people who maybe I think haven't have lived this kind of stable 
life where nothing has really rocked their boat majorly or they've never done anything to rock the boat majorly are probably the harder ones to show the truth to, show the truth of Christ to, because they just don't see it. They've never had the bottom fall out on them. No, and that's why Jesus, when the rich man approached him and said, what do I need to do Mm -hmm. to follow you? He said, sell it all. Sell it all and come follow me. And he goes, I I can't do that. He was sad. Mm -hmm. And he walked off. Yeah, he was sad. So that's, you know, to your point, there you go. Man, good show, guys. (laughs) I still think I'm going to name this Compassion because it's uh, at the end of the day. It's really all about how we show compassion, but not in our own strength because we can't. You can't. Absolutely can't. You got anything else, babe? No, I was still kind of looking for what I was reading earlier today, um, but we do have a Facebook like. Yeah, I we mention. have a Facebook like, and I, I don't want to miss this, this young man. Well, we want to say thank you to Ron Bridge. Thank you, Ron. Uncle Ron Bridge, welcome to the GSR family. I love that guy. He works at FUMC with Rich, his right-hand man. He oh, even, that's You know Ron. who he is. He came oh, out here. That's Ron Bridge. and him. Came out and laid some sod for us and stuff like that. Love that guy and his family. And uh, Larry Bridge, his brother, is head of the trustees. Oh, so, wow. uh, okay. Yeah, I love that family. And uh, welcome, Ron. Welcome to the GSR Thank family. you, Ron. A yeah. big welcome to you. Thank you for joining. Well, guys, this has been uh, a wonderful show. And thanks for uh, everyone on Mixer that's been chiming in with us. Let me see. Jay says either Paul or David. Oh, David would be a great yeah, one. David yeah, David would be a really good one. Yeah, because you do wonder, right? Because like he was a man after God's own heart, but he made some really bizarre choices. Mm -hmm. Hey, Donnie, I'm sorry if I overlooked you, buddy. You liked us on Facebook as well. So uh, I want to welcome Donnie Seeger to the GSR family. Yay. Welcome, Donnie. Thank you, Donnie. We really appreciate that. And uh, I'm sorry we missed you. I don't know how that uh, fell through because we uh, were pretty tight on those Facebook likes. We Mm -hmm. like to uh, do the shout outs every week. Sometimes it's hard. It doesn't come in an order. So it's, it's, no, but you know what? I think people go and they, they like a post or something like that. It doesn't go through. Oh yeah. Right. It doesn't go through as a like. Right. Facebook. Yeah. They actually have to hit that. So you need to like the page is what he's saying. Make sure you like the page, but you probably did. And you know, maybe we just didn't catch it. Uh, we try to catch those page uh, Facebook likes whenever possible. Um, we uh, Mike diligently looks I looks do. at them every week. He's so good about that. Mike also posts, uh, I think, about weekly, right, on mm-hmm. the Facebook page itself, some beautiful scriptures and verses and things of that nature. And so. that's a good place to post any kind of prayer requests or anything like that that you may need because we're always monitoring that. It's just a good way to keep in touch with the with our GSR family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we're just delighted to have you. So thank you for joining the GSR family. Uh, we look forward for uh, 
to hear more from you. And of course, any of you who want to give your Christian testimony, please feel free to reach out to us. It can either be your testimony or it could just be an event or a day or some type of um, God moment or experience that you've had where God showed up and showed off in your life. And you know that it was him that came and and did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and God's story is real. And so we want to glorify um, God with that story, with that testimony that you have. And you can either write into godstoriesradio at gmail.com or you can reach out directly to me at godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. And even if you just have, you know, like Fritz was saying, you have a prayer request, throw it there there on Facebook or email us. We're happy to pray for you guys. We're happy to. Um, and then we'll post it. We'll have everybody, all the GSR family pray. That's yeah, right. We, we can do that too. So don't be shy. And we don't have to put your name or anything like that. So don't worry if it's personal. Yep. Just indicate just that. Just let us know. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. So that about covers Facebook. Um, we just want to. We have some new platforms we're on now, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're gonna we're on Audible now and Amazon Music, and soon to be on Player FM, which is a new platform. Deezer. And I think that's about it. Wow, that's a but lot. Amazon Music was huge. Mm-hmm. Took us a while to get on that one. So we're on Amazon Music and we're also on Audible. Mm-hmm. So you can and Lipson looks at those as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. it all publishes there, and then soon to be on Player FM, which I heard is the kind of the most used. I can't see it trumping Spotify, but I don't know. Right, they know more better than I do. These days, it's hard to keep up. Isn't yeah, it? there's so many platforms, and I just praise the Lord that we're on all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you He's can fit. find us on every major yeah. platform out there to Pretty listen to. Pretty much what to. you listen to, we're there. Just search us. We're uh, a free resource. Tell somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Share us um, so that other people can hear about God Stories Radio. And and these testimonies and stories that people have poured into this show, that they could glorify God and touch other people's lives. That's the whole purpose of God Stories Radio is that these testimonies that God allowed to happen in these people's lives would mm-hmm. reach out and touch others and speak to others and minister to others, um, bringing that hope, encouragement, and um, comfort. comfort. So, For as long as God Stories Radio is up on the internet. Yeah. Forever. Yep. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess, for that suggestion. Uh, and uh, she said, uh, we'd love to hear more about how people experience Jesus and his Holy Spirit and his presence. Absolutely. So if you've got some words of encouragement, post them. We want to see them. We want to hear them. And heck, we'll even talk about them on the show. Yeah. So I'd love that. Thank you for that, Jess. I really appreciate that. It's great. We want to hear from you, the listeners, not just us yakking. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a couple of... Uh, testimonies in the pipeline so to speak so yeah so stay tuned 
And next week is Girls Night Out, right? I think so. Is yeah. it? Okay. So uh, next week, I believe we're going to have a uh, guest, uh, Miss Carrie Tabone, owner of The Simple Scone. Also the lovely wife of our uh, very uh, well-loved pastor, Chris Tabone. And uh, we are also going to have Miss Sarah Flannery, the lovely wife of Ray Flannery, who is one of the hosts of the Battlemen's podcast. And um, we're just delighted to have these ladies in-house to chat with and uh, maybe just get a little female perspective for a change. <laughs> so please you be sure. You sound like you're looking forward to that. I am. I know you are. I am. I really am. <laughs> I think am. they are too. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a blast. I really do. Yeah. And Jessica, if you want to come too, you have an open chair here. We, we have room for a fourth. So if you would like to come and be on the panel, we would love to have you. I guess I misunderstood. I'm sorry, Jess. Yeah, I hope you heard that, Jess. We're, we're serious about that. If you'd like to come in, please put that on your calendar. Love to have you. All right. Fantastic. Anybody got anything else? I think that's it for me. Can you believe we're almost at 260 episodes? Next week. What yeah. a blessing. Wow. 260, Girls Night Out. Yeah. About that. We're going to do a 260. <laughs> Not a 360, but a, a 260. 260. Well, there you go. <laughs> ah, I love it. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. And we also want to thank everybody that likes us on Facebook and prays for us and supports us. And if you have the urge, we have a button over there on the website, www.godstoriesradio.com. And you can press it if the Lord so uh, gives you the urge. We appreciate it. Every little bit helps us continue. <laughs> and uh, we love doing it. And we're just thankful that God chose us. He could have chose anybody to steward this and he chose a crazy bunch like us. And <laughs> we're so thankful. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, Jess said, all. thank you all. I will look at my calendar. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Super duper. Well, that route wraps it up for session 259. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless.